Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in. So glad to have you on this Wednesday with so much to get to in the National Football League, not only in Miami, in the Mile High City, in the city of brotherly love, but we start in Sin City as it is not Win City. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You can find Bucky Brooks on Twitter at Bucky Brooks. He is going to be with us momentarily, just connecting with Bucky. You can find me, Dan Beyer, on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. And the news that just came down over the last 30 minutes or so, is that the Raiders have decided to bench Derek Carr for the final two games of the season, very likely signaling an end to his tenure with the Raiders. There is a $40 million of guarantees in his contract. 
that would uh, kick in if there was an injury that occurred. There are $40 million guaranteed in his contract if the Raiders decide to keep him. They do not want to keep Derek Carr for $40 million next season. So effectively, we have seen the last of Derek Carr in a Raiders uniform. And as crazy as this sounds, I've got a problem with it. I've, I, I've, got, a, I've got a big problem with it. And, and the reason is this, and I joked about Win City just off the top, because if you remember a couple of weeks ago, we found out that the Raiders wanted to trademark the Win City phrase, and you have to win games to be able to do that. And then they've been a little below uh, 500 in trying to do that this season. You have a Raiders team. Now, let's take this back. We've had a Raiders franchise that really, when you look back at the history of the great, great Raider quarterbacks. Who comes to mind? Ken Stabler, no doubt. Absolutely. Ken Stabler, the snake, no doubt. All-time great Raider quarterback. Let's go a little little deeper. You want to say Jim Plunkett? Well, later on in his career, did win a couple of Super Bowls with the Raiders. Yeah, absolutely. Jim, Jim Plunkett is there. I have no problems with saying uh, Jim Plunkett, great Raider quarterback. None whatsoever. Rich Gannon, heck, Rich Gannon led him to a Super Bowl, what, almost 20 years ago as a member of the Oakland Raiders. But Rich Gannon was there later on in his career, spent about five seasons with the team. So now you're starting to get to the, get to the grind of, of Raider quarterbacks. And the reason I'm saying all of this is because there hasn't been a quarterback that is more underappreciated in the National Football League then Derek Carr, number when, when you look at the numbers that Derek Carr has put out, all-time leading passer in Raiders history. In fact, it's not even close. If you gave Derek Carr another 12 games, he would probably double Ken Stabler's total. I get it. It's new new era, but that's how far Derek Carr is. It also tells you about the quarterbacks that they didn't have before Derek Carr. And now we're benching Derek Carr. Knowing that he wasn't going to be back next season, I don't think that's a secret. I don't have a problem with that necessarily. You don't want to pay a guy $40 million, but it's how you treat a guy on the way out. And by all accounts, Josh McDaniels says that Derek Carr handled it with the utmost of class. And I'm paraphrasing. I don't know the exact words, but it was a great team, great teammate. In fact, you know what? I don't even have to paraphrase. Let's hear Josh McDaniels talk about the benching of Derek Carr today as they move to a new era in the silver and black. Had a uh, good conversation with the quarterbacks this morning. We're going to go ahead and and start Jarrett uh, the last couple games of the season here. None of us is happy with where we're at, but we think it's a an opportunity to you know evaluate a younger player who hasn't had much time to play. Talking to Derek, uh, who was great. You know he understands uh, the scenario that we're in and the situation, and um, very supportive of the two young guys. Uh, that those three guys obviously have worked together hand in hand all year, and you know he'll do anything he can to help him that is absolutely zero shock to me that Derek Carr handled it well because Derek Carr has handled absolutely everything that has gone his way uh, with the Raiders incredibly well uh, way better than others would have handled it and maybe maybe some of the stuff that he says sometimes you look at it and say okay maybe it's a little 
Maybe it's a little corny. Maybe it's a little preachy. You know what? I can live with that. I, I, I have no problem with that because you know what? He's consistent. I don't think that he's fake. I don't think that he's Russell Wilson fake. I don't think that there's anything fake about him. I think he believes what he believes, and he, and he believes so strongly that it comes out when he's talking. And Derek Carr is just underappreciated as a football player. And so now Josh McDaniels gives the reasons, and I get it, but it still bothers me. And the reason why it still bothers me is the last image that we're going to have now of Derek Carr in a Raiders uniform, again, is throwing a brick around a football field in Pittsburgh when it's below zero. And no, Raiders only scored 10 points in that loss to the Steelers on Christmas Eve. I get it. Like, there's, there, was, there wasn't much going on. You weren't connecting with Devontae Adams, your main target. But again, those weather conditions are what they are. And now you go into a, a stretch in the final two games. Is Jarrett Stidham the future quarterback of the Raiders? I'm going to bet no. I'm going to say no. I don't think that he is. And so when you're talking about evaluating young quarterbacks, what are we really doing here? You could start Derek Carr this week against the San Francisco 49ers. And yes, it's those San Francisco 49ers that are coming in. Those San Francisco 49ers, the team that you were rivals with across the Bay for years and years, they are coming into town. It's those 49ers with that defense. And now you're saying, Jarrett Stidham, here you go. Have at it. And the other problem that I have with it is we look at Derek Carr and we look at his career. And again, we, we love to criticize Derek Carr. We love to say he's not good enough. We love to say he should have been replaced by Tom Brady, all of that. But I gave you the numbers in his career. He's thrown over 200 touchdown passes. That's more than any other Raider quarterback. Again, a franchise that, honestly, has not been blessed with great quarterbacks. Again, we, can, we go to Ken Stabler and, and Jim Plunkett. And then we say, well, Gannon took him to a Super Bowl. That's it. The, the quarterbacks that we actually talk about in Raider history are the bad ones, like Jamarcus Russell. Remember that era? <laughs> that didn't work out too great. Carson Palmer era was short-lived in the silver and black. Sure, Jeff George liked to wing it, but we aren't talking that much. That's, that's where we are with this. So Derek Carr, really, when you talk about Raiders quarterbacks, is the guy. He's the face. He's the face of any Raider fan over the last you know 10 years. But you have an opportunity as well to give Derek Carr one final start in front of the home fans. That's what I wanted to see. Derek Carr to have the ability to take a snap in Allegiant Stadium in front of those Raider fans, knowing that all 70,000 of them know exactly what Josh McDaniels knows, knows what Derek Carr knows, knows what I know. Derek Carr is not going to be back next year. So give Derek Carr his proper send off. Because he truly has been one of the most disrespected quarterbacks throughout the National Football League. And when we look at Raider quarterbacks, you now have to put Derek Carr up there with the likes of Ken Stabler, with the two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback in Jim Plunkett. That's who Derek Carr is. I know there's no rings. I know they wish things could have been better, but this is not how it should end for Derek Carr. Bucky Brooks is locked in, ready to go. <laughs> I, I just gave a 10-minute speech. A 10-minute soliloquy on Derek Carr, as yes. if Derek Carr had won like he's, like he's Tom Brady light. That's he, what I he hear. should oh, be. <laughs> for the Raiders, he is. Bucky, oh, look at this. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes. Like, he is being done wrong. This is, this, do we have any playoff wins? Does Derek Carr have any playoff wins? Well, they would like, have if he didn't break like, his leg. Like, like, are we? You ready to put him up in the ring of honor? In the ring of honor, no playoff wins. I think they've only been to two playoffs. One, he was injured, and Connor Cook started. And then last year, when they lost, they were they were one and done. 
I mean, I understand it, but I think if you're a Raider fan, I think you have to want more, right? Like, you have to want more from your quarterback than what you've gotten from Derek Carr. And I know you want to have the uh, ceremonies, like, let him have the final start. Absolutely. But you know what he did the last four starts? Derek Carr. The last four starts that Derek Carr has had, 53% completion rate, six touchdowns, seven interceptions. What, what what do we need to see? It's a win over the Chargers, Bucky. What, what do we need? In those to conditions see? last Sunday, nobody could do anything in that. I saw Kenny. I saw Kenny Pickett go up and down the field. I saw Kenny Pickett make some plays. They scored thirteen points, and the Raiders scored ten. Well, that's. I mean, that it, it wasn't ideal. Okay, like <laughs> the, 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 here's here, we all know Derek Carr isn't coming back. We know that. We know that. Like he was. He is not going to be back next season. All I'm saying is now you got the Niners coming to town and you're throwing Jared Stidham uh, yeah. at him. Okay. If, see, see here, here's what it is because what you're doing is, and I, and I love you because you're so sentimental and nostalgic and all these other things, right? Like you're one of these guys that like you want to see, like you probably wept at the Franco Harris thing because all the stuff that people bring up, the retired jerseys, the ring of honor, mm-hmm. all that stuff is like great. But here where we are with the Raiders, the Raiders know they can't get into the postseason. And so you know what they're doing? They're doing what all great teams do. They're tanking for the future. They want to make sure they lose these last two games so they can get a top five pick so then they can have their pick of a young quarterback to build around. Or, you know, there's a free agent. There's a free agent that people are going to talk about. There's an old free agent, Tom Brady, who has spent two – Two decades with Josh McDaniels, who it was rumored that maybe he was going to go to the Raiders before. I think Dana White put that out there. So maybe, just maybe, they're trying to get a top pick so they can surround TB12 with some more talent so he can continue to play. Because the other thing you talk about with Raiders quarterbacks, Raiders have no issue playing old quarterbacks. George Blanda, Jim Plunkett. I mean, even Rich Gannon was older when he started yep. there. So they have no problem digging into the past for that person to be their future. But if we are going to do Derek Carr correctly, you know what? Have him play a quarter. Oh, no, no, no. Have him play no, the no. first quarter. No. Have him play the first quarter. Go off in your Raiders uniform. He's already that's done what that. it's all about. He's already done that. He's already going off in the Raiders. He's already ran. In fact, you know what I would do if they were really going to do it right? What they should do with Derek Carr, because he is not only the backup quarterback, he's the number three. Correct. They should give him one of those vintage Al Davis sweatsuits to wear on the sideline. <laughs> he can oh, wear the man. black leather sweatsuit. And look, it could even be like embroidered with, a, with Al. Now Davis is thing him. on it. No, no, no. Mocking. I'm just saying, if we go send him out the right way, give we him, can the send him out the right with the chains. Yeah, on give the him side. the glasses. And yep. in fact, not only does he have the sweatsuit, he can go and light the flame. He can light the flame up at the end of it to let it just because it's a home game this week. Let him light the flame. Let him wear the sweatsuit. Like send him out the right way. That's what you're talking about. Well, they might as well since they're as you said they're making him inactive. You know, they, you might as well do it because the greatness of the Raiders. This is this is again when we talk about Raider quarterbacks, Bucky. Mm-hmm. Like this is again the underappreciation of Derek Carr. When we talk about Raider <laughs> quarterbacks, we talk more about the oh, bad quarterbacks. Man. Man. If we were I to talk wait. about Raider quarterbacks, I the rankings wait. of quarterbacks that we talk about would be mm-hmm. Jamarcus Russell number one and like Ken Stabler number two. Like in the last <laughs> ten years, we because how many times remember Jamarcus Russell and how bad he was with the Raiders? Mm-hmm. And 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 while well, you were dodging red lights. 
and, and on your way here was the point of like of we look at the Raiders as this great team, but when you look at their quarterback history, like we need to appreciate Derek Carr more. And I just think I I know that they don't want him to get hurt. Because then you're on the hook for the money and the forty million dollars. I get, I get all that. I understand all that. But just for for a guy who seems to have been almost disrespected at every turn for for who he is and what he's done, just to give him one last snap, one last moment in front of the Raider fans to give him that moment. I think that's uh, not too much to ask. <laughs> I mean, I understand what you're saying. I understand, like, we want to prop him up. I think they did. They gave him a sweetheart deal in the offseason where they signed him to an extension, where they put a little more coin in his pocket and all those other things. So I think, man, like, that's a nice parting gift for what Derek Carr has meant to the franchise. And he did. He did carry the franchise through some very rough moments. Very rough, like the John Gruden thing. Look, no, that no one wants to have to stand in front of the reporters and answer the questions that Derek Carr had to answer. But look, he showed great leadership during that moment. Got the team to the playoffs, which is a great moment. He will be celebrated as one of the best quarterbacks in Raider history. That said, if you're Josh McDaniels and you have seen the product this year, he has 14 interceptions. Like I told you, the last four games, when they actually had an opportunity to make a playoff push, he has played his worst football, his worst. And so if you're Josh McDaniels and you're looking at this and you're like, man, am I going to be tied to Derek Carr going forward? I can't do it. And what might happen is Derek Carr may leave the Raiders. He may have an opportunity to go to a better place. Derek Carr in New York with the Jets, it might work. Derek Carr playing in these other situations because he is going to be outside of Jimmy Garoppolo. And I actually would say Derek Carr ahead of Jimmy Garoppolo He's going to be the most sought-after veteran quarterback on a market where there aren't veteran quarterbacks that can play. Derek Carr will have, look, he should be the pick of the litter for teams that are looking for uh, a middle-tier quarterback to kind of be a bridge to a young guy. So he's going to have opportunities. Well, that, that, that video that they make better be more than 60 seconds. It's better be a two-minute thing. Oh, my God. Derek a a tearjerker? Whenever he goes back, the, yes. The, the, like, I'm trying to figure out where we're going to piece together all of these highlight moments from t- one playoff game that he participated in. Hey. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what, hey. what this is. This is – there are a lot of, lot of great moments. You look, at, you look at his last four games. I look at the last six where they've won four out of their last six. That's where the Raiders oh, are right the now. Qu- the old quarterback win stat. I can't wait for us to bring that up <laughs> when, we, when we talk about your guy. You know, when I got the phone call that I would have an opportunity to co-host with you, yes. like, I came fully equipped with all of my Broncos stuff. All of my Russell Wilson jerseys and stuff. Because I know at some point we're going to talk about the quarterback because I know how much you love Russ <laughs> and how much hey, you're one of the ones he, that we're talking about. Let's ride. No, no, ride. that, that was not that. me. That, you loved all of that. All of that. Hey, as a Seahawks fan, they can keep on losing. <laughs> they can, can please continue to lose because it only helps the cause. Get Bucky on Twitter at Bucky Brooks. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. You can also find Bucky on Twitter at Let's Ride. No, I'm kidding. You can't. You can't. I don't even know what that is. I hope it's not anything vulgar. Uh, It is Fox Sports Radio, the Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. 
The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Bucky Brooks. If you're listening on the podcast, you can't hear the intro music. But if you're listening to us live on your local affiliate or maybe through the iHeart app, you can hear uh, the instrumental thong song, Bucky. I don't think Cisco gets as much credit (laughs) than than he probably deserves for being the singer and the uh, entertainer because he could really sing and... Really, you know, Drew Hill was popular back in the day, and then his solo career goes out, and this song is just so dominant that it's the only thing that you think of. It's like a really good actor who gets typecast into a sitcom, and that's the only thing you think of that person. I feel that's the same thing with uh, Cisco. What do you think? You feel like this? He doesn't get enough. He doesn't get enough. Right? When you think Cisco, you think Fong Song. And, I mean, yes. and yes, yes, but you don't think do anything indeed. from Drew Hill. You don't think of uh, the you know the other solo work, which, by the way, this album was actually a pretty good album. Unleash the Dragon, I believe, is mm-hmm. is what uh, Thong Song came off of. And yes, I think that. And, and the funny thing is, I'm glad Iowa Sam played it because 
I actually was thinking about Cisco within the last two weeks. I think there was a song that that popped up in the you know the shuffle on my phone or, or somewhere, and I'm just like, you know, Cisco doesn't get the love for how good of an entertainer and uh, vocalist he was, and I think it's because we are so enamored with and only tie him to Thong Song. <laughs> I mean, it's his biggest hit. It's it <laughs> yes, that's the double-edged that's sword. Like it, the hit, you know, made him millions upon millions. Mm-hmm. But is that then the only thing that we know him for? Is it is it worth it for all of that? Um, I don't know. I guess I guess it depends on how big the the check and the residuals are. Yes, <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> you know, I mean, probably. I mean, like, I think that's a lot to do with it. Do you do you like to be known as former NFL player or NFL Network's Bucky Brooks or head coach mm. of Granada Hills? Man, that's a tough one. See, there's a I lot of different ways yeah, you can go, there, but you would feel is. like yeah, if they only lot. just if we just called you five year vet, you're like, well, I've been doing a lot more since my yeah, NFL a lot career. more. That's that's so that's so dated. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, if you, if I mean, you, it was the AFL thinking, when you were playing. I mean, it was a long no, time kidding, ago. I'm kidding. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. So, like, that's yeah, that's a very dated reference. Uh, there's something about being known as a coach because you can call a coach that people call you coach forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know the media part of it is always fun. It's always fun to get behind the mic and just kind of, you know, give your thoughts and yeah. opinions and have conversations. And I have you know, buyer, uh, because it was around this time last year that you did a Twitter check. Of me, where you made me cut my list down, yeah, and we cut my <laughs> list down to 120, and I will have you know that right now, 118. Yes, is that because steady, of the freeway that you steady. need to exit off of to go to your high school? <laughs> is that why? Is that why you're at that 118? Is, that is not. That is not why. I just, I just, just happened to cut down. But yeah, keeping it skinny, keeping it skinny. The, Very the goal a year ago when Bucky and I did a show was. Because he doesn't follow a lot of people. So I'm like, well, then why are you following this many people? Get under 100. And and for some reason, you were so loyal to the Miami Heat. Oh, come on, Like in man. their team, their team account. Heat yeah, culture. That's all it was. And there they are, sure enough. Heat culture. Right between Dave Hellman and Jim Caldwell is the Miami Heat when I look on the, the people culture. that you are following. I knew that you would not give up a, a double-wing football I knew that that was no. going to stay. And then you have a bunch of NFL Network writers. And what, someone got mad at you, right, because you unfollowed them from the NFL Network? <laughs> I did have down. to explain it. I had to explain <laughs> it. I had to explain it, and I had to put you out there. I said, hey, I was on radio. Uh, Diamond Dan had challenged me to get my followers under 120. And unfortunately, I had to you know, weigh the pros and cons, and you didn't make it. And then they were really upset. Like, they were really upset about. Well, I'd be like, too if you were still following really, the Miami Heat. Really I mean. upset about not making the cut. And I was like, I know you though. I don't have to. Hear you t- I know you. Yeah, but you know phone. other people on yeah, here. I know. Yeah, you on the list. Problem. I know. I know. It's like having a birthday party, and then you look up on Instagram, and you're like, Whoa, they had a birthday party, and I, I, I didn't get it. Yes. Like, it was very much. I'm not in. People weren't in the cool kids club. <laughs> down to 118 if we can get to 100 uh that would be amazing Ooh, but these last 18 are gonna be difficult man 100 is real skinny yeah. real skinny maybe again you stuck on the 118 uh, where you can get to a uh, <laughs> granada hills charter that is real if you need skinny and i just went uh, up to 118 <laughs> the uh one of, one of the storylines that we had last week in the nfl was 
Eagles-Cowboys and what a great game that was. But one of the storylines we had in the NFL a couple of weeks ago was a conversation that Micah Parsons had with Von Miller on Von Miller's podcast. Remember this, Bucky? Mm -hmm. In talking about the Eagles and I guess the importance of Jalen Hurts. Here's a snippet of that podcast from a couple of weeks ago. We look at the Eagles. Is it Hurts or the team? It's system and team. And, and it's Eagles Cowboys. The Eagles Cowboys coming up, ain't it? Yeah, it's coming up. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make no enemies. I, I just like, I just love the game so much, and I understand it so much that like, I can't. I, I like, I like when things are off. I, I just can't like hold it in. Like, I almost gotta say something. Like, everyone has their own opinions. Like, Jalen Hurts is, MP. he's good. He's good. Well, there, mm-hmm. he's he's good. Mm-hmm. But he said it's the system. It's the system, it's the players, it's the system. Yeah. Not nothing to take away from from Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. but the but Micah Parsons felt like it's the system. And and in my view, mm-hmm. this past weekend, Micah Parsons was proved correct. Because without Jalen Hurts and with Gardner Minshew, the Eagles offense did not miss a beat. Mm-hmm. They put thirty four points up against the Cowboys. If it wasn't for a Miles Sanders fumble, maybe they end up winning the football game. Like, this is, we got, you know, Eagles sliming, you know, keep our team out of your mouth, focus on your own players, blah, blah, blah. First of all, it wasn't an insult. Second of all, now it's come into analysis that was actually true. And, and I don't think that people, I mean, heck, do you think the Cowboys wanted to give up 34 points to Gardner Minshew? No, but they did because that's the system. Everybody that Micah Parsons respected and gave props to, which included Jalen Hurts in that conversation, uh, ended up playing well and doing what they needed to do except Jalen Hurts who wasn't playing in the game and that, mm-hmm. that, that's that's the whole point of it Bucky like we people were getting on Micah Parsons and it wasn't everybody people understood there are a decent amount of people that that also understood what Micah Parsons was saying but he was proven right this past week for what the Eagles did with Gardner Minshew I'm gonna say this Byron a lot of players current players they get mad at this when you say uh, when you say it but 85 percent of the players in the National Football League are system players. They need to be in the right system to extenuate their talents and to play the game to maximize their potential as NFL players in the league. There are only 15% of the players in the league that you can drop them in anywhere and they can have the same level of success. And so one of the big things that you look for in scouting, and it's, it's the number one thing that you look for when you're evaluating a player, we call it fit in System. How does the player fit in our system? How will our system elevate the player and how can the player elevate our system? It needs to be a perfect marriage because if you get someone who's not a perfect fit in the system, they flounder and the team flounders. It is very similar to the thing. And we've talked about Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson in the early stages of his Seattle Seahawks career the system worked for him. Running game, bootleg movement, passing game, the playmakers they had around him, everything around Russ looked great. Now, we on the Pacific Northwest had an appetite, let Russ cook because it looked so good that we felt like he could do more. So now you get him outside of that structure and system, you remove Marshawn Lynch, you remove some of the other people around him, he doesn't look the same. That's not a knock on him. He's just like everybody else in the league. You sure. have to be in the right system, just like Tom Brady and others. Well, there's there's also the point, Bucky, that when these comments were made, that we would 
give kudos to a coaching staff for taking something the young quarterback did in college and incorporating it into the pro system. Yes. Take, and we would, we would compliment them for doing so. Great job in taking a strength that that player had in the collegiate ranks, bringing it to the NFL so he's familiar with it and is able to succeed and now look where the player's going. Like That's something that we say, well, that's smart to do. It wouldn't be smart to take a player and then not take their strengths and have them do their weaknesses. That's see, that's the funny part of, of this was this was not a criticism, this was fact, and not only that, it's it's proven that the Eagles system is pretty darn good because if you take out the piece that we were mm-hmm. talking about and nothing changed. Maybe a few things changed, maybe the way that they passed and maybe the amount of times that they passed, but it was also a crazy game that, again, they still put up 34 points in a matchup against the Cowboys without the threat of a running back, a running mm-hmm. quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, so that tells me that the system is solid and that Mark, Micah Parsons was 100% correct when he talked to Von Miller a couple of weeks ago. Yes, the system is solid, but also let me make sure that I make this point. Great coaches – have the ability to adapt their system to the strengths of their players. And so think about the amount of times that we have seen coaches try out a quarterback that is different than the starting quarterback, but yet they're still trying to play the way the starter plays. Great coaches are able to take the player where he is and say, okay, here's what you're good at. So I'm only going to put you in a position where you do what you do really, really well. I'm not going to ask you to do things that uh, are perceived weaknesses because that messes you up it doesn't put you in the best light great coaches have enough bandwidth that they can do it and so we'll talk about the head coaching carousel coming down the line one of the things that you want to look for when you're hiring a head coach and all this other stuff how adaptable are they don't hire the play caller who's married to a system hire the best coach who has the ability to see what he has and make what he has great or he can maximize what he has Matt Rule and Steve Wilkes, same team down in Carolina, but they play a whole lot different under Steve Wilkes than they did under Matt Rule. Why? That's what you want to get to when you're looking at head coaching candidates. How can this guy make whatever we give him? How can he make it better? It may not be playoff worthy, but how can he make it better? By the way, uh, to wrap this Jalen Hurts talk, he didn't practice today, but here's Nick Sirianni with just a weird soundbite from his presser earlier. (laughs) If you and him went up and you guys shot baskets together, he'd whoop you. If you guys went out and you guys raced against each other, he'd whoop you. If you guys went out and, uh, let's see, tried to throw the football so he was to throw it more accurate or further, he'd whoop you. And so his body heals faster than yours. <laughs> well, that was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like it, yeah. Oh, you like that. You uh, did I mean, like that. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I mean, look, man, he is – I have learned how to take Nick Sirianni and appreciate him for what he was. Because after that awkward initial pressure where we didn't know what he was talking about and he was nervous and sweating and all that, he has turned out to be a pretty good coach. So whatever he is behind the podium, I let him do his thing. Because between the lines, he's a really good coach. And I'm appreciate him for being a coach and not necessarily a presenter. He'd whoop I was I was surprised that Jalen Hurts would be able to to whoop me in a race. Would you? I mean, geez. Yeah, you think you could beat him? You think you could beat him? <laughs> yeah. you call him out on Twitter. A, I was on a car. <laughs> yeah, <it> was, 
he'd whoop you. Give me, give me a thirty-yard head start in the forty, and I may be able to. Uh, like those dudes in the baseball game when they're when they're but, racing flash, they're racing flash in the um, <laughs> the freeze. On the yes, isn't that it? Yeah, <laughs> the warning track. Yeah. Whoop you. Oh, that's great. I love that. I, I those videos. <laughs> I've gone down a YouTube rabbit hole of those, and then unfortunately, the guy bites it at the end a couple of times. Uh, you yeah. Just try to get to the finish line. Uh, how about all that fake laughter from the reporters, though? After that funny Nick Sirianni line, that's a Jason Stewart favorite. Oh, and so oh. his body heals faster than yours. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you, you feel like you feel like you're obligated to laugh because oh man, those things you're laughing at that an obligation. Was, oh, oh, how lame! How He'd lame! Whoop you. <laughs> uh, coach, uh, coach, uh, what do you, what do you, <laughs> coach? Talk about Kenneth Gainwell's progression throughout the year. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, he's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh oh, Brooks and Dunn next after Brian Fenley gives us the latest of what is happening on this Wednesday. We got some military bowl going on, huh? Yeah, we got a two-point conversion uh, about to be attempted here. It's UCF. They just scored a touchdown. They're trailing Duke 23 to 13 about Everybody nine today's cheering for Duke on the show, right? You're cheering for Duke, Brian? Well, you see Yes, absolutely. Is that yes. right? I mean, I went to college at UNC Greensboro. I know it's not mm-hmm. Bucky Brooks's Chapel Hill, <laughs> but I mean, you know, you, you got to support the state well, that, schools, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Everybody today Cheering for Duke, right, Bucky? <laughs> oh, I don't even know what that other team is. What, what team? <laughs> UCF playing? I don't even. I don't even recognize oh. that team. I don't even know who that is. Oh, they have blue and white. Who's that? Indianapolis Colts? I don't know who that is. Who is that? <laughs> Yeah, it looks a lot like them, uh, by the way. And that two-point conversion did not go for UCF, so they are still trailing Bucky's favorite team, Duke, twenty-three to thirteen, about halfway through. Hey, Bu- you, Bucky's trying to pin me as the Russell Wilson guy, so it's only fair that we uh, we exchange fire. Oh, you are you are a Russell Wilson guy. Well, I, I thought when you guys began the show that Dan was Derek Carr's PR rep. Like yeah. I, th- I thought he was his oh, PR man, guy. He did like he, <laughs> he deserves it. Nobody else will. I didn't recognize. <laughs> I was like, who, who is this waxing poetic on Derek Carr? <laughs> yeah. Had to look now. Oh, wow. Okay. Hey, uh, I got I got a tweet from someone who goes, uh, "You forgot Daryl LaMonica." Oh. <laughs> okay. Like, that, like that's the, that's I mean, what Ken I'm talking Stabler, about here. Like so many guys that we can put up there before <laughs> Derek Carr. You gonna have his jersey retired? It's time for Brooks and Don. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer. It is a tradition when Bucky and I get together. Yes, striking up some boot scooting boogie for Bucky Brooks. You wonder what we do you know what we're talking about today, Bucky? What are we talking about? Coaches that could be fired or, and this is important, not return to their teams in 2023 in the NFL. Mm. So they don't have to be dismissed. They could walk away, they could retire. Both both parties could agree that it was best to part ways at this time. I've got eight names for you, okay, on coaches, and you tell me if they are going to return or if they are done in their current stomping grounds. You ready? I'm ready, ready, ready. Let's do it. Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona in the desert. Is he uh, back in 23 or done? No, it needs to be done. It needs to be done. The worst thing that he did was allow those cameras to go behind the scenes. Yeah, we don't need to see that dysfunctional team. He's part of it. He has to go. I didn't know people watched that Hard Knocks show. Wow. Like I, yeah, 
I, I've, I've seen one episode. That's it. I think it's only for uh, training camp. All right, moving on. What about Sean McVay in that same division? Rams having an off year. He'd flirted with TV a year ago. Did get a contract extension. Sean McVay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say he stays. Okay. All right. Dennis Allen in New Orleans. Could he be one and done? He needs to be one and done. He needs to be done. Bye-bye. He needs to go. It All hasn't right. worked. It hasn't worked. Oh, here's an interesting one. What about Steve Wilkes, the interim head coach in Carolina? Oh, Steve Wilkes, Steve Wilkes has to stay. He's been oh. an upgrade. He's been an upgrade over Matt Rule. Yes, Steve Wilkes stays. Steve Wilkes gets the job full time. Mm-hmm. What about Ron Rivera in Washington? You've got ownership questions. You've got this team teetering on the playoffs. Ron Rivera in D.C. He stays because I feel like he's never been really given a fair shake. It's been a level of dysfunction, high level of dysfunction since he took over. The fact that this team is competitive in, the, in spite of all of that, yeah, Ron Rivera deserves to stay. Lovey Smith in Houston. Is he a one and done? Man, can you go back-to-back one-and-dones? I think if you dump Lovey Smith, who are you going to get to take that job knowing that you right. don't have insecurity? If you look at the way the team has played, they've gotten better the last few weeks, even though the record doesn't reflect it. I think he gets one more year before they move in Josh McCown. Ooh, what about Kevin Stefanski in Cleveland? Uh, I think he stays. I think what helped him is he has a playoff appearance on the resume, but he's going to have to improve because the offense has seemingly regressed. And for all the talent that the Browns have, we talked about this team maybe being a Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. They haven't played up the expectation, but I think he's on a short leash going into next year. And finally, what about Bill Belichick of the New England Patriots, Bucky? Oh, he stays, man. I know I know. everyone's trying to make it like okay. Bill versus Tom. And Belichick stays. He stays. He gets it. And Jeff Saturday in Indy? Oh, my guy. It's tough, right? Like, if, if he had won the Minnesota Vikings game, I would say yes. <laughs> I would be all about it. Um, I'm going to say no. I think he did go move elsewhere. Yeah, it I think so me. as well. It pains me. Oh, man. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer. That, Brooks and Dunn. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. So much going on in South Florida as it pertains to the Miami Dolphins. Welcome in. It is Fox Sports Radio and the Doug Gottlieb Show as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There is a whole Tua conversation to take place. It will happen now. Bucky Brooks says Tua Tungavailoa has been ruled out of their game Sunday against the New England Patriots. A very important game considering the playoff implications for both teams. Right now, the Dolphins on the inside at 8-7, and seven, while the Patriots sitting there knocking on the door at 7-8, and eight, trying to get in. And the Dolphins are not going to have Tua Tungavailoa. NFL Players Association going to look into the circumstances that had him continue to play in the game where it appeared he suffered an apparent concussion in the first half of that contest against the Green Bay Packers on Christmas Day. But no Tua for the Dolphins, and now we have no idea, Bucky, on how long Tua actually will be out yeah this is a tough situation but I think it's a situation where the Dolphins have to proceed with uh serious caution uh Tua Tagovailoa by all accounts this season has dealt with three concussions uh two back-to-back uh we saw the Buffalo game where he appeared very woozy and wobbly comes out the game uh goes back plays on a short week against Cincinnati is knocked out of the game and then this past weekend after a game in which we, the public, or the team didn't have any um, visible awareness that maybe Tua was suffering with something, he reports signs the following day. And so now, as a as a team, you have to worry about the overall health of your player. And this has to extend beyond Tua Tagovailoa being the football player and more about the person. And even though he's your franchise quarterback and all these things, and you're in the middle of a playoff push, you have to put his health over the plight of the team. And so, in my estimation, I think he has to sit out at a minimum the rest of the season. And then you have to evaluate what are the things that we can do for him going forward if there is a NFL future for Tua based on the health concerns. But this has to be one where you worry about his well-being, you worry about his health, and his long-term care as opposed to what he can bring to you on the field. Let's listen to what Mike McDaniel had to say when he talked to reporters earlier today about Tua's status. At this point, is Teddy Bridgewater the starter for Sunday? The whole idea of taking day-to-day is kind of rough 
on coaches who have to plan for you know a bunch of people. So the approach that I'm unequivocally taking today, you know, I was on the phone. I met with him yesterday. I met with Teddy yesterday. I was exchanging ideas and and talking through some stuff all the way till like 10:15 last night. Um, there was his bedtime, and so moving forward today, and you know the whole team's approach is uh, Teddy Bridgewater is the starter. That was Josh McDaniels, yeah, talking about the situation, and now you try to prep. I, I guess, and I still have these same questions from from Monday, Bucky. It doesn't even become a dolphin situation. It to me, the conversation now is: I mean, if there was any player in the National Football League that we thought that we had to watch for a concussion, it was Tua, right? Like. From what you mentioned earlier with the two games against the uh, the Bills and the Bengals that, that we saw what happened and the controversial matter that the first one happened, like I don't understand on how it gets past somebody on Sunday. Like can it, do you, do you, like that isn't an open ended it, it truly like I I mean, is it is it because Tua isn't showing symptoms? Is it because the independent people aren't watching? Like, do you have any answers on like how that the the apparent play in question um, could slip past someone to not have him reviewed for concussion? Well, I mean, I think I think with those things, uh, you just don't know, and you don't know how people are affected by that. Like, he may not have had uh, a headache until later on. You know, after the game, after he sat down, after the adrenaline has worn off and then he's sitting there in his own thoughts and is feeling, man, I don't I don't feel like I'm right. I feel like Mm -hmm. something is off. Um, Maybe his loved ones around him felt like there was something off when he got to the house later that night. And so what we don't know um, is when he did suffer a bicket or whether it was whiplash or he hit the ground or it was some subtle because it can happen anyways. It's the jarring of the head that is a brain injury. And so. You just don't know. And so I, I think what we're trying to do or what we want the league to do is to be able to point those things out. But they're not going to be 100 percent because you can't catch everything in real time, you know. And so even yeah. though you have the, the independent neurologist standing on the sideline, he can't see every collision that takes place when you have 11 on 11, 22 people on the field at various spots on the field. It just makes it very, very difficult. And so I give to a credit for self-reporting because to me that tells me that the culture is changing for players because for so long players never let people know when they were hurting or when something was going on because you grew up in a culture where toughness was everything and you sucked it up and you pour a little dirt on it and you go and you, you fight through it and those things. So for him to be vulnerable enough to say, hey, man, I don't feel right. I need to come in and report it. Knowing what he already knows about how it would probably be received, man, that's a testament to him and it's a testament to the way the league has changed. Well, and and Mike McDaniel ended up saying that he had noticed some things and encouraged Tua to go and get tested with it and and, and to go and get tested for a concussion. Hmm. And my whole point is is it's, it's turning into a concussion discussion that you and I are having, but like – how how does I'll I'll use it in a way like um uh, I'll just I'll just say it. how how does the guy with who, who is the poster child for concussions in the NFL in 2022 escape without a concussion being recognized is my question because then there's no way like it, it, it to me it just signifies such a bigger problem within the league that the one guy that we 
have to always watch, that no matter what, that it will stick out like a sore thumb. Not only did we miss it, but we missed it on Christmas Day in a standalone game. Mm-hmm. You know, like that that's the that's the crazy like th- then go think about think about all the games that are regionally televised that are on a regular Sunday afternoon with players who may not have concussions or may happen in a scrum. Like this is this to me signifies like that the NFL just has a way bigger concussion problem than we could ever imagine considering that we missed it with Tua. You know, it's it's like I mean, if if there is a guy who you know goes out and robs banks and he's free and a bank is robbed, we would think, oh, it's the you know we're we're watching this guy, you know, to make sure he doesn't rob any banks or you know, and like like that's what that's what we're doing. Like we are focusing on the players who are, are most susceptible, you know, to this. And he was one A. There was no one in the league that is like him, and. It happens, and I just I think it's just such a bigger problem. I know it's not about the Dolphins. I don't mean to steer it that way and take it off off base, but that was just my question on Monday: is how does this slip? How does this happen? And McDaniel's watching film. Uh, McDaniel is watching film review, and yeah, says he recognizes some stuff on tape and encourages Tua to you know go and uh, get checked out, and that's how it happens. It's just. I just I don't I don't understand Bucky. It just to me is now just such a huge huge problem that the NFL is going to have to deal with. Well, I mean, they certainly going to have to deal with it because it's the same player on multiple occasions where it appears that something has been missed. But I, I think it's really hard in the flow of the action to see everything. Like even in coaching high school ball, it's hard to see everything. It's hard to see when everyone has been hit and contacted and they're kind of suffering with those things. You have to really be in tune to what's going on while managing the game. And that is something that is really hard, which is why they had the independent people that were supposed to provide the oversight in the situation. And so you certainly want to tighten up the best practices, the protocols, and make sure that the players uh, are getting what they need to protect themselves. But, I mean – I can't put all of that on the National Football League to know when every player is dealing with some kind of neurological injury. They've got the Patriots and they've got the Jets. And the Jets had to face them without Tua the first time around. Mm-hmm. Skylar Thompson ended up, uh, you know, I can't, did he start that game? Or, uh, anyway, there was no Tua in that game against the Jets. But do the Dolphins now have a chance in these final two weeks without Tua? Uh, yeah, they still have a chance. I mean, but it's going to be really important that Teddy Bridgewater is available and that uh, Mike McDaniels decides to run the football. When they run the football, they create opportunities. But the weapons that they have on the perimeter, yeah, they're good enough to win those games. But will they play the right way to win those games? I think that is the – I mean, look, that's the million-dollar question. That's the one that will determine whether they get into the postseason or not. How good are they? Because this is, this is a team that went on a five-game win streak that really beat nobody. But now mm-hmm. in this four-game losing streak, I mean, on unreal travel, like just the worst three-week travel situation I think you could get for an NFL team. at Across country at San Francisco, they stay in L.A. and they play the Chargers on Sunday night. And again, those flex to Sunday night. Then they have to go back to Miami and then fly to Buffalo and play in Buffalo on a Saturday. Like you lose all three, mm-hmm. like, that's, like that, that is darn near impossible. But then you lose this game against the Packers. Now you're on a four-game slide. You're eight and seven. How good do you think they actually are? You know, I don't know. I think here's what what the Dolphins are. They're an explosive offense that is really uh, exciting to watch. Defensively, they're taking a step back because they don't have Brian Flores. 
Um, the defense is just uh, average at best. They're not what they were because they were stingier last year. And so because of that, they are a team that has to kind of knock you out in flurries. Explosive offense, they put up a bunch of points, and then they make you chase points the rest of the game, and then they kind of pick, get some turnovers or some things go their way, and they kind of finish it out. The reason why they're inconsistent is because I don't believe they have a true identity. It's one thing to be a big play offense, but I don't know what the Dolphins really hang their hat on. It's hard to hang your hat on the deep ball because defenses yeah. can line up in too deep coverage and take that away. And so until they fully kind of embrace or develop an identity that is one that is sustainable, they'll always be an up-and-down team that are prone to win three, lose four, win two, lose three. Like, they'll always be an inconsistent team. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Dan Byer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. We do know this. We know the Dolphins will not have to a tongue of Iloa in their big showdown on New Year's Day against the New England Patriots. Get Bucky on Twitter at Bucky Brooks. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.